Welcome to Life With Your Dog podcast. Our focus is educating dog owners, enthusiasts and dog trainers about ideas on how to train, manage, live and thrive with our dogs. To teach dogs to live in our society while our dogs teach us how to live in the now. I'm your host Panos Anagnostou. And I'm your co-host Luke Badman. Thank you for joining us and we hope you enjoy the show. Welcome back to another episode of Life With Your Dog. My name's Panos, and today we're going to be talking about why should we give our dogs bones. Apologies for not releasing last week's episode. However, I lost my voice and I got sick and then Luke just got sick, so we weren't able to get anything out. So we just thought we'll skip the week and give you guys something to have a little bit of anticipation to to listen to us. So today... I saw my clients have these massive, massive beef marrow bones. There was probably four of them. They were in the backyard and there were two dogs in the yard and they were just laying around. And that triggered me to talk about um, everything about bones and why we should give it to them and which bones shouldn't we give and the frequency of it and things like that. So number one reason why giving bones is important for our dogs, it's because it's good for their oral health. As they chew on the bone, it cleans their teeth and it's really important as well as providing some enrichment. See, dogs were dogs used to hunt animals and dismember them and consume them, and they did that all with their mouth. And providing that enrichment for our dog is biologically appropriate and fulfilling for them. So also as, as, as it comes with part of their, their ancestry is to eat animals, then it's part of their nutrition as well. And it gives them everything that you probably couldn't get from just giving giving them, you know, meat or, or biscuits. I'm not going to get into the nutrition of what the, what the dogs get, but of course they're getting calcium and they're getting the fat from the from from the meat. So there's so many um so many benefits for giving bones. But we have to give the the appropriate bones. And the bones that I give my dogs are beef brisket, turkey necks, and or chicken carcass. So I normally give it to them once or twice a week and it is their meal for the day. So spades and nookie basically get fed once a day and that is their meal for the day. So they're not getting anything extra and um, and that's how I like to do it. And the reason why I give them these bones is because it is fully consumable. So as they chew on the bone, they break it all, all to pieces, they can um, swallow it and, and it's and it doesn't get it blocked inside them and they pass it very easily and um and they love it so i like the general guide of how i know how much bone like bone content to give my dogs so for example spades about 38 kilos and you'll get one and a half sometimes two chicken carcasses and um chili will get one of those carcasses about 17 kilos and look you i wouldn't give her any carcass or any of the brisket or the turkey neck because she's really small so i um, just give her chicken wings. And because I've given, I used to get the turkey neck and like cut it up with the butcher's knife and kind of fillet it and stuff. But she's a bit of an idiot and she tries to swallow it way too early and, and she's like kind of choked on it. And, um, and I just didn't want to risk anything. So these are things to consider as well. But, and, and she's four kilos. She's like really, really tiny. So, but for most dogs, a bit, the beef brisket, I kind of go the size of the dog's head. Is like kind of the rough guide that I give it. And um, but again, when they consume the the bone, there's nothing left. They've eaten all of it. 
marrow bones and lamb shanks and even sometimes a kangaroo tail and stuff. I know a lot of people do like to feed the, the kangaroo tails, but I don't like it. I think that's way too brittle and dogs tend to choke on it, especially the lamb bones when they, even if they're not cooked, when a dog chews on it and it, they can break like shards and swallowing that can get stuck inside the base of the esophagus and the stomach or inside the intestines. Bad news. So I just steer away from it. And um, those big marrow bones, those big cow legs, um, a lot of butchers like to cut them horizontally. So all that, you can give the dog the marrow, you can scoop that marrow out and give it to them. That's good for them. But in terms of actually chewing that bone and just chewing it for enrichment, it's too dense for their teeth. And what happened is Ace, my old dog, had squared off his canines to the, to the, um, the, the marrow bone. So you can see like the nerve endings coming out, like coming at the end of his teeth. So he like literally squared them off. So he chewed it for like hours and hours and hours. I thought it was really cool for him. And then I started to notice um, that that was happening. So that was many, many years ago. So since then, I just don't give any of those marrow bones. It is kind of um, tempting, isn't it, to give them this big dinosaur looking bone so they can just play with it all day. But we just don't want to damage their teeth as well as... Um, you know, these bones sitting out in the heat for so long can harbor a lot of bacteria and things like that. So bones are something that they get, they eat it. If you want to make it a little bit harder for your dogs, you can give it to them like semi-frozen. And that that happens to us all the time if it hasn't defrosted in the fridge in time. And they it just takes them longer to eat. So that's cool. Definitely never, ever give any cooked bones, cooked chicken bones in particular. But any bone that's cooked, what happens is as soon as the dog tries to crush it with their teeth, a cooked bone will sh- um, break like um, and shard and it becomes very, very sharp where when it's raw, it's generally when they crack, it's like it's very rounded and softer. So never, ever give cooked bones to your dog. And I had a friend who gave like the leg of the ham to his dog. And the problem with that is that the amount of salt that's in ham can give your dog pancreatitis and the, the pancreas just shuts down your dog passes out and it can be fatal to them. So, um, no, no ham. When I feed my dogs the bones, I always, always, always separate them. So I've got three sections in the backyard and I put the exercise pen up for, for Nookie. She eats it in there and, I let wait for all the dogs to finish everything before I let them out. If there's anything left over and a dog didn't want to finish, whatever, I always pick it up. So I never leave anything around for them to fight over. They've never fought or uh, no one's ever had any fights, but I've never given them any opportunity either. And they never seem to be resource guarding or aggressive. But another important thing is you don't, like when you give your dog the bone, you let them eat it. You don't touch it. You don't try to go for it. You don't try to show him, hey, I'll take it and give it back to you. Um, you know, it's just not necessary. It doesn't, it, it, it's what creates resource guarding and what causes your dog to bite you is you keep messing with their food. So when they're eating bones in particular, you let them be, you don't let any other dog, um, um, go for it. So there's no reason for them to compete over any bones, put a fence between the dogs or have one inside and alternate them, whatever you've got to do. Um, I think that's really important. And, um, God, there you go. I've gone through my list. It was a real short one today. As I said, my um, I lost my voice um, the last couple of weeks, so and that lasted quite a while. And you can see that it's not really coming back. I didn't want to plan for a big one. I saw the bone thing, um, the bone situation in my client's house today, and I thought um, it's it's so important to get this out there because 
we don't want to be stuck with just giving our dogs just kibble or maybe just just raw meat, you know. And if you're not giving bones, then it's time to maybe even maybe start off like if your dog's a medium size to a large dog, maybe even start with some turkey necks can be a good thing. Brisket bones are my favorite. They're like the dense and nice, and I do like to give them um, beef products as much as possible. Chicken carcasses are also also all right. But it's probably more chance for them to choke on it if they like to scoff it down. And there are some some dogs that you probably can't even give them bones because they bloody try to swallow it whole. So you just want to be careful when you are giving bones, especially if it's for like the first time. Be there to supervise it. Make sure your dogs are separated, and um, wait for your dog to finish before you go and try. If if it, if they've left it there. Make sure you get it when they're completely left it alone. Like you don't want to have any issues where you're trying to take a bone from them or you do take the bone from them and they're like, hey, what the hell? Oh, and another thing, you don't want to be burying the bones um, or you don't want your dog to be burying the bones in the backyard because of like, you know, it's disgusting. It gets really gross and filled with bad bacteria. But also if your dog is tended to be resource guarding, you don't know that there's a bone there, someone walking past or another dog walking past that spot where there's a hidden bone, your dog could be guarding it and there could be a fight or somebody get bitten. So um, that's that for today. Hope you guys enjoyed the podcast today. Wait for next week where me and Luke are going to get back to it. And if there's any suggestions of any topics that you guys like us to um, cover or any guests that you want us to um, to speak to, Please DM us on Instagram, Life with Your Dog Podcast, and um, and we'll and we'll answer answer your question or we'll have a topic that me and Luke can discuss. Hope you guys are well. Much love to you all, and give your dog a bone. Thank you for listening to another episode of Life with Your Dog. Please share with your friends if you're enjoying our podcast, and leave a review on Apple Podcasts to help others find the show. You can also find us on Instagram and Facebook, Life With Your Dog Podcast. My name's Panos, and to keep up with my dog training adventures, tips and techniques, you can find me on Instagram at np underscore dog underscore training, my website, npdogtraining.com, or my YouTube channel, Nutris Pooches. Thanks for listening, guys. My name's Luke. If you'd like to find out more about my dog training services, you can find me at www.kizuna, that's K-I-Z-U-N-A, canine, dot au. Uh, I'm also on Instagram at Kizuna Canine Training. Thanks again, and we'll see you next time.